It's the Human Construction Site. The Human Construction Site Podcast. It's the Human Construction Site. It's the Human Construction Site Podcast. My name is Joey Hernandez. I've been a personal trainer for over 30 years. I've trained hundreds of clients doing thousands of workouts. And now I'm host of a podcast and blog. I want to be your personal trainer right here online behind this microphone. So come on, join me each week. We may be getting older, but we ain't going down without a fight. In the last podcast, we talked about excuses and the negativity associated with them. Today, we go down the opposite fork in the road and talk about all positive and celebratory aspects of diet and exercise. I want you to be proud of your accomplishments. Whether you have lost body fat that you have been striving to lose for a while, or whether you have just gotten yourself started on your exercise program, or if you are an intermediate trainer and you have pushed yourself to new heights in your fitness lifestyle. This is all about celebration of your hard work and dedication. For each of us have something to celebrate. For those who have found consistency in baby steps in the right direction, and for those who came flying out of the gate and are now way ahead of winning their race. This is for all. We celebrate you. I am Joey Hernandez, and celebrate your successes. Boy, that's a lot of S's. Celebrate your successes is the subject of this, the 64th episode of the Human Construction Site Podcast. Folks, reducing your body fat down to the point where you fall into a healthy range by turning down fattening foods and getting yourself to the gym to exercise many times when you do not want to, when it is not easy to fit into your schedule, and when you are tired. All of those are big accomplishments. There is a famous saying, anyone can work out when they want to. That's easy, because it's something you want to do. But the successful people are the ones that manage to get themselves into the gym even when they do not want to be there. Let's also apply that quote to dieting and weight loss, because anyone can pass on sweets and fried foods when they want to, if they just happen not to be hungry, or if they are full from a meal. But the people who are the most successful with their diet are the ones that manage to stay within the parameters of their eating plan, even when temptation looms before them. I've said in many podcasts that people need to get up and get going, to get serious about their diet, to get themselves into the gym and get going on a muscle-building routine. And I know the majority of you have tried. Even in years past, I'll bet you put forth the effort and tried your best. And I never want to minimize that accomplishment. 
because those are accomplishments that you did. The reason that my philosophy regarding diet and fitness is that you need to make slow, consistent changes moving forward in the right direction rather than pushing yourself a thousand percent is because it's so easy to become overwhelmed and then give up once you cannot sustain that level of behavioral change. And, quote, give up is often not the right phrase. Because if you have been attempting to make better choices with your food and beginning to move your body into exercise, in many cases when you stop, it is because the system you're using is not working for you. If it is too complex, if it is too restrictive, if it is too much all at one time, these are all reasons to stop and reevaluate your system of approach. But reevaluation is something completely different from giving up. Edison attempted to make the light bulb close to 1,000 times before he actually got it right. He was once asked by a newspaper reporter, How did it feel to fail 1,000 times? And Edison replied, I didn't fail 1,000 times. The light bulb was an invention with 1,000 steps. Sometimes that quote is even stated as saying, I didn't fail 1,000 times. I learned 999 ways to not make a light bulb. Because making an attempt at something and having the intelligence to stop if it is not working and reevaluate and then try again is the learning process that all great men and women have gone through for all of the greatest works in our history. Everyone that is listening to me at this moment has attempted things in your lives that did not work. And then you went back to the drawing board and tried again. You probably did that in school. You probably did that in your job. You probably did that in a relationship. And you probably have done that with many aspects of yourself as you changed. So dieting and fitness are no different. The search for the discovery of the way that works for you the delicate balance between pushing yourself yet finding a comfort zone that will work consistently for you is the only way for successful long-term lifestyle change. What works for me may not work for you. What works for you at age 45 maybe is going to be completely different than what works for you at, when you get to age 65. Life is all about change. And as we try to navigate through the aging process and we attempt to find the correct amount of food, the correct selection of food, the correct amount of exercise, the right selection of exercise, you know it's always going to be an ongoing process. Your 57-year-old body, when you get to that age, could be completely reacting differently than my 57-year-old body that unfortunately is there right now. Your 57-year-old mind probably works differently than my 
57-year-old mind. I suppose the exception to that would be unless we meet in some psychiatric facility, then maybe our minds are more in sync with each other than we realize. But that's probably not going to happen, hopefully. But every time you have made a better choice in your nutrition or if you've done a few reps or sets of an exercise, you were successful. I don't care if you never managed to lose a single pound if that was your goal. Each and every time you made a thoughtful choice for the better, you were successful. Each of those singular choices were a success unto themselves. I don't care if you never built the muscle that you were attempting when you would go into the gym. Because each time you managed to walk through that door of the gym, you already made a successful choice. And to reach your goal in weight loss or fitness is always going to be achieved by putting all of these singular successes and linking them together. And if you can focus on each of these single events and just try to be successful for that moment in your personal decision, you will build another positive link in your successful chain of life. And between the successful links will always be weaker links that we need to be reevaluated and attempted in another way. And eventually, that link will become one of the stronger ones as well. But there will always be some decision of behavior that needs attention as you go through life. You'll never be perfect, and you wouldn't want to be perfect. You only want to be you. And there is no one that is exactly the same as you. And for all those people in your life who you surround yourself with, their lives would never be the same. And some of their successes that they have they would not have achieved without your presence in their life. In both the positive and negative ways that you influence someone, you helped to create that person as a whole human being. And the positive and negative influences that you receive help to shape you into the imperfect, yet beautifully perfect, human being that you are now and will continue to be in the future. Folks, if you've been dieting and you have lost a few pounds, or if you have been consistently going to the gym and working out for a few weeks, do you ever take the time to look at yourself clearly in the mirror and observe the changes that you've created? Because it's one of the best tools for keeping your motivation high. But it takes patience. We are so used to looking into the mirror and immediately, immediately looking at the negative aspects and the things that we need to change that we forget to take the time to truly enjoy the work that we've already done. Social media is full of young people, especially younger guys, that post endless selfies of themselves flexing in their gym or in their bathroom mirrors. Most of them look great. Most of them can be inspirational. 
But those are the ones, those are the photos that they choose to be published. And as you look at them, and we probably do at times with a little bit of envy, and we wish so much that we could create the body that they have in that photo, remember, they were where you are at right now before they got to how they look in that photo. And for every muscular selfie that a person posts, there are many, many shots that never get published because they're not quite the photo that shows them off like the one that you observe. But egos aside, most of those people that post those kinds of photos have used the ones that they took along their journey as a way to evaluate their success. And all of us, everyone, can benefit from doing that same practice. I'm not saying you necessarily have to take photos, although very often keeping those photos as a reference for you to really be able to see your progress can be a really great tool. But if you are not yet for photography, and I understand if you don't feel that you are yet at the point where you want to be photographed, just the constant evaluation in the mirror can be something that pushes you a little bit harder because you can actually see your success. But seeing that success takes some practice. It's hard to remove the negative image that we have stared at for such a long time. It is not uncommon for many of us to completely avoid looking in the mirror because we are not at the point where we feel we have achieved the success that we wanted. But do me a favor. For today, for right now, I want you to try your best each time you look in the mirror to not let your mind's eye immediately go to the work that still needs to be done, but rather try to see, try to work at it to see the success of the changes that you have already accomplished. And I know that's not an easy task, but each time you look and practice at seeing the beauty of the changes that you have already made, you'll reinforce your belief that you can do it. I suppose if you could be naked all the time while you're out and about working and socializing, others would make comments. Of course, you walking around bare-assed unto itself will elicit many comments, some of them probably coming from the police officers that arrest you. But if you could, theoretically, let's keep this theoretically, if you could walk around naked, and seeing someone naked was such an, not such an odd thing, people would more quickly see the changes that you are making in your body. Clothing covers up some of that. Clothing often covers up to 10 to 20 pounds of weight loss so that it's not as noticeable. And sometimes an extra 10 pounds of muscle will not be noticed because of the clothing. So possibly in what might be the early stages of your development, unfortunately, you will not get a lot of feedback from outsiders simply because they cannot see it. 
And that is why learning to observe yourself in the mirror in a positive way is something that becomes a very personal motivation. But it only will become a motivation once you have reached the point where your observations are of the positive aspects and not fixating on the negative. And most of the time, let's face it, we focus on the negative. Looking at the negative does indeed serve an important purpose because you get further along and you're able to see the areas of your body that need more attention. But for now, just for now, let that stay down the road a little bit. You can't begin to observe that objectively until you're able to see and accept the positive. By focusing on the positive changes only, however long that's going to take us to work on that, by focusing on those positive changes, you can begin to allow yourself to observe your body in the mirror in a healthy way. But quite possibly, this might be a practice that you have not done for a very, very, very long time. I remember back when I lost 83 pounds on the diet that I created. I was 20 years old. And I went from 230 pounds to 147 pounds. And by the way, that diet was ridiculously extreme and I lost way too much too quickly. So the diet that you see in the podcast or hear in the podcast has been changed. I adjusted the diet before I started using it with clients a few years later. But back to me, <laughs> as I dieted down, when I observed myself in the mirror, many times, depending on my mood, especially if I was tired at the time or I was depressed, to me, I looked like I had not lost much weight at all. I guess it's the kind of body dysmorphia that you hear about with anorexics and bulimics and even gym addicts. In fact, there was a book out called The Adonis Factor that talked about men's or young men's needs for musculature, yet not ever viewing their body the way that it truly is reflected in the mirror. And once I was down at my lowest weight at the 147 pounds, now as a 20-year-old, I was extremely proud and it's hard to believe I was, I was extremely proud at the time that I had to shop in the boys' department of a clothing store because my waist was so small. Fortunately, I got over that quickly. I dove into lifting heavier weights, and my musculature went up, and my body fat went up somewhat as it would normally as well. And within a couple of years, I was at a healthy balance. But I do understand, believe me, I do empathize with the difficulty of looking at yourself objectively in the mirror. Especially at the beginning, it's a very, very difficult thing to do. But without working on the ability to see yourself, 
you will miss out on all the wonderful, beautiful things you already have been able to accomplish. If you've listened to some of my other podcasts, you might know my strong suggestion to people who are dieting and losing weight to pause every 10 pounds to celebrate. I tell them to celebrate what I call the nines. If you're weighing in the 190s, once you have dieted down and you hit 189, which is a new weight category, celebrate. And then as you continue, once you leave the 180s and now hit 179, celebrate more. Now, I don't know where you personally stand in your journey. Maybe you don't even know where you stand in your journey. But whatever point you are at right now, whether you perceive yourself to have been successful or unsuccessful up to this point, I would love you to try to see the beauty of yourself in the mirror. And then once you see a little bit of change, once you're able to focus on the accomplishments that you have already made, celebrate. Please celebrate. Celebrate like it is your life. Because ultimately it is. Celebrate how far you have come, even if it's just a few baby steps. Because baby steps, when all added up together, become huge steps. And that certainly is a great reason to celebrate. I know in the podcasts, it sometimes seems like I am really dictating to you the things that you need to do and chiding you for the things that you haven't done But in the role of a personal trainer, I cannot just always keep it 100% positive. You will become lackadaisical. You will slow down. You might become complacent. I want to keep the fire burning in you. And for some of you, I want to begin to have at least a slight burning ember if you've not had that fire within you about diet and fitness in the past. And sometimes that is best accomplished when someone is a bit hard on you. And that's why sometimes I can come across as being a little negative and a little hard on you. I try to be kind. I try to be empathetic. And yet I do have to push you. But please don't ever think for a moment that I do not think that you have had success already. And that you deserve the recognition and the celebration, truly the celebration of that success. So keep moving forward. Become one of the greats. Find your true potential. Because without trying and without stumbling a bit, you can't grow as a person. You already are an introspective person just based on the fact you strive to learn and you seek answers, which is why I assume you are listening to this podcast, unless you just think I'm a fool and I'm funny, whatever, whatever you think. Your curiosity proves, though, that that fire is somewhere within you and your potential has just begun to show itself. Celebrate yourself because you can do it. 
you have the power within you to make any changes in your life that you desire. No one else has the power over you. So dream big. Plan big. Map it out. Make lists and goals. And if you stumble, realize that you're human. And you will have learning experiences. Not failures. Learning experiences. Celebrate the wonder of you. As always, thanks for joining me today. This is Joey Hernandez, and this has been the Human Construction Site Podcasts. My disclaimer is next. Give it a listen if you have not done so before. We will talk soon. In the meantime, treat yourself well. You are all in my thoughts. Bye for now. Hey folks, Joey Hernandez here of the Human Construction Site Podcast, and this is a pre-recorded disclaimer that I'm going to insert into each episode of the podcast. So please give me just a moment of your listening time and listen to this disclaimer. First of all, I want to thank you so much for taking the time to listen to the Human Construction Site Podcast. I hope that the information that you receive from the podcast is unique and useful to you in your quest to live a healthier and more vibrant life. I have been a personal trainer for over 30 years. This podcast and the Human Construction Site blog that it is tied to are based on my opinions and my experience working with clients all these years. I am not, 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 not a doctor. I ask that any and all information that you receive from me, as well as anywhere else on the internet, or on TV, or on websites, books, wherever the source, that you discuss that and review it with your personal physician before implementing any kind of lifestyle changes. Your doctor knows you best. He or she knows your personal medical history, knows your medications, your family's history, and together you with your physician should have a dialogue to ensure that any changes are right for you. So please, 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 please consult your doctor. Thank you. <laughs>